Good evening. Hello. Have you decided on any, any appetizers yet? No, I'm still waiting. All right, I'll check back in just a few minutes. Oh, oh, hey, hey, you look nothing like your profile picture. Oh, that's thanks. not a compliment. Uh, oh, all right. Um, sorry, no. sorry. You know, I'm one of these people. I'm like a purist when it comes to the internet. I'm like warts and all, airbrushed, warts and all. You know what I'm saying? Warts. Well, that's just a thing that people say. You know, like I came up with the phrase originally. I'm I was the originator of that phrase. So, um, you know, um, where's the waiter? Hey, waiter! Oh, he was just here, actually. Well, I've he got... just missed him. There's a major question I need to ask. Wait, waiter, right. okay. Yes, yes. Um, there'll be two separate checks for this. Just letting you know that in advance. Okay. Okay. All right, thank okay. you. Uh, hey, when I wiggle my ear, that means, say, I got a phone call and I got to go. You know I'm right here. I can, I can see and hear you. Anyway, I love this restaurant. It's really, really nice. Uh, we'll, we're gonna look at the menu a little bit first. Okay. 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 I hate this fucking restaurant. It's terrible. Why did you, you pick this? You suggested it. Oh, not me. you're throwing. You actually told me to bring money. You're throwing the blame on me already. It's only the first time we've met. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, it's good seeing you. You look great. Great. Yeah. So so where are you from? I like to think I'm. I've been all around, really. Um, my parents were in a traveling circus. That's fitting. You know, um, they were the high wire act, and unfortunately, they passed away oh, in I'm a so horrible, sorry. horrible type rope accident. I'm so sorry. It's all right. I was raised by a millionaire and fought crime for like, the rest of my like youth. Batman? Who? Who? Alright. Um. Sorry, I don't I don't look at cartoons. Um so let's talk about me more. Um let's. so what uh what do I like to do on my spare time that's funny? I, I love to podcast. <laughs> people say it's a dying medium, but you know, we get like two people that listen. They love it. What so, do you podcast about? Um it's about me. And my yeah. everyday adventures in mm. life. And which are? Um, like my job. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a driver for Gordash. Gordash? Yeah, you've heard of it, right? Gordash? Totally. Well, it's, it's quite rewarding stuff. Um, you know, I, people order things and I drop it off to them. I don't like to say I'm, a, I'm like a waiter for all of the city. You know, that loser can only do this table. I do the whole city. So, what's there to have you? What's good at this restaurant that you suggested that's terrible? <laughs> I was just gonna get the salad. Yeah, you probably should just get the salad. Okay, you know what? <laughs> well, Later. I'm not. Listen, listen. I'm not. Here's the thing. You know, it takes. It takes a lot of work to look like you put no work into it. Is that about right? Oh, sorry. I thought it was on the podcast. Um, we can we can order something. Yeah, let's order. Would you like an appetizer? No, I'm okay. Like um, 
maybe some whatever will get to me quickest. Jampolino poppers or something. Are you too ready to order? Oh, I'm famished. I I work for Gordash. You ever heard of it? I haven't. Well, it's like people. We we take human beings and we cut them up into meat and then we oh serve it. What? It's a delicacy, okay? Are you saying that like people from Papua New Guinea don't are are savages? Yes. Well, they are. They are. Um, Can I get more wine, please? Thank you. I mean, normally you like uncork it and pour it in a glass, but no, what? I need the whole bottle. Okay. I think she needs. She needs the whole bottle. Whatever, Chad. If that is your name. That is what my name tag says. Yeah, okay, yes. Chad. Uh, didn't we, like, didn't I see you in San Francisco one time working at some weird restaurant? Nope. Okay, how are you? So, what do you like to do for fun? I like to watch movies. Real original. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, what's your favorite movie? Spoiler alert, it sucks. Okay. I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm entitled to my opinion. You know, the funny thing about women is they think we just go along with everything, but we never do. <laughs> that's why I still date all the time. Okay, I'm just gonna do the ear thing. Where are you going? I was hoping to like drug you and then cut your leg off and sell it for Gordash. Listen. Goodbye. Li no, nice I'm you. sorry. This is a terrible date. Listen. Can I hold the checks? Listen. She'll pay for both. Bye. Hey everyone and welcome to the Cat Scare Podcast. I'm Campbell. I'm Michael. And tonight we're talking about 2022's movie fresh film. Film film film. This Familia. Is, this is high art. It is high art. Um uh Fresh is a movie that was released directly to streaming. Uh Hulu Plus is where you can see it now if you would like to watch it um it is a i think it originally was like a fox thing. it's a fox searchlight yeah um type of film um but hey listen i really loved it i thought it was um highly entertaining um in fact i called it like the white female version of get out and i think i lovingly call it white out um <laughs> but in ways it took something that's big in like the social zeitgeist and turned it into a horror thriller um which i think was very smart clever well directed well acted well written um cinematography was really cool i mean the sets were awesome it's a great movie not a when you mentioned when you first told me that this was like get out um and then I watched it. I didn't really like see it. Yeah. But now, after thinking about it more, 
it really is just like this is this is literally get out yeah but but white women and the dangers of dating in today's society they're they're just like different different topic but same execution yeah yeah i mean like like i said get out you know you have a black man going into a, a, a rich white community um kind of blind about what he's to expect something horrible happens and his friend gets him out of it and in this one spoiler alert you have a white woman who starts dating this guy that's got question marks it goes into a, a interesting situation horror elements happen and the friend basically helps her get out <laughs> get out and each of the things that happen are exaggerated horror horrified yeah uh, elements of real life the ultimate fear of a certain situation if you've thought of it this is it um yes i could be swift uh taken to a nice house in the country by affluent white gentleman who is going to dance with me and drink and make drinks for me and cook for me then he's going to drug me, and then he's going to harvest my meat. <laughs> well, I mean, you you take the wins with the losses. Yeah, man. I mean, the losses I mean, with the wins. You live in high society eating human meat. You know? It's exquisite. Yeah, I mean, you can go to, like, any Chinatown and get monkey meat. <laughs> but you can never get human meat. Oh, they got monkey, all right. They got those weird looking chicken, those like freeze, those like shrunken head chickens that hang on the on the wires, and they got human meat somewhere. <laughs> so, oh, you got human meat? Oh yeah, we got human meat. You want a number six? <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> so, what do you think about the movie, Michael? I mean, I thought it was really good. Um, I think you were much more vocal about how much you liked it than I was. I fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. It's good. I mean, like, to me, I'm not a woman. Really? What you think I'm doing the... Oh, you thought try- I wanted to do oh, this podcast? Oh, you trying to sleep with me, Michael? <laughs> when all you have to do is ask? <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that there's certain elements to modern dating that is horrifying for women. Oh, yeah. I mean, I obviously, I've never had to deal with literally any of like modern dating. <laughs> You've never... <laughs> um (laughs) here's my thing women um generally if he seems too good to be true there's always a chance that's probably the case um you know if there's red flags you probably should pick those flags up (laughs) and see them however we all have red flags in some ways if there's red flags that just means he's human Yeah, yeah he's just a human being you know like if he says, "Hey, you look like this porn star," probably, probably you should probably think about that person. Maybe that's not. Maybe they're not there for the right reasons. I don't know. 
you know, maybe they, <laughs> maybe they take a look at, you know, and they pick different things that you say, like, you know, this is what I cared about this guy. This is what I care about this guy. And then they become an amalgamation of that. And it turns out they're none of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, all oh. I'm saying is, sometimes you, you look a good thing in the face and you throw them away for shit. Not speaking on any truths. <laughs> you know, whatever. We may bend over backwards and, and be there for you emotionally and physically. And, you know, only really cares about you and loves you. And you just toss them in the trash. Because this guy is way cooler and does stuff I'm more attuned to. Like, my hobby is his hobby, but this person did so much. Whatever. <laughs> you know. How's that? That's just like typical things. How's that ring finger feeling? Sadly, it's not talking about that one. <laughs> anyway. So, yes, modern dating women, horrifying, especially internet dating, because you're literally holding on to the fact that this person's picture is the same picture, and this person that texts, hey, look at my dick, uh, that his dick will be the same dick, um, you know, you're hoping for these things, and, and, you know, probably six times out of ten, it's not what you expected. Probably. Um, higher than that yeah nine times out of ten yeah 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 they're probably you're literally waiting in a pool of cess well you think about just the amount of like horrible people on the internet like like just think about like facebook comments yeah imagine if facebook was just made into a straight like dating platform mm-hmm. and they they take people's comments and make a profile out of that. Like that's the kind of stuff you get. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like um you know, right wing politics, hatred of this, uh, racist comments, all smashed together in your bio. Yeah. You know. On um you know, April third of two thousand twenty two, Campbell said, um, of course that's the way they are. <laughs> I never said that. People. <laughs> what people? Uh, all peoples. <laughs> um, no, I, I can only imagine. Like, I, I've never had to deal with online dating. Um, me and my wife, we were high school sweethearts. Uh, and we've been together <laughs> for nine years. So it's like, yeah, this stuff existed yeah. then. Uh, I think but you've had friends that have been through. Well, yeah, and that's how I know about it. Um, is mostly through them and yeah. through various media I see. And like, like let's say like uh, my sister, um, which you know she's in a relationship now, mm-hmm. but you know there was time used uh, things like Tinder or whatever. Um, not necessarily, you know, using it for hookups, but actually talking to people. But from there, you still get that view of, like, 
how modern online dating works yeah in a way where it's not actually dating yeah it's it's um like it it's interesting like i um i started really the online dating years a couple of years before i actually got married and 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 me and my ex-wife we met the normal way you just meet each other um but even that doesn't obviously show success. Um, but I did a couple of online dates, and they would always be fun, but they generally would be like a flurry of like sexual emotion most of the time. And uh, that would be like a one and done, or like where one person wanted more out of it and the other person didn't, and it just... Uh, anyway, it's it's just a crapshoot. Well, it's it's how like... Um, everything is so easy now. Mm-hmm. You go, you go on Tinder, you swipe right at a couple good-looking people. First, that's the only, that's the first thing you see. You see how someone looks. Yeah, well, you're basing your automatic on aesthetic is yeah. yes on aesthetic. Yeah, and so things have gotten to the point where there are just. Like there, there's a meta mm-hmm. to all this. Yeah. Um, to the point that like, girls have, from what I've seen, like taken out their whole personality from their profiles mm-hmm. uh, because it doesn't sell as well as just like these basic things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That You're... I know exactly that. Like quickly, yeah. Well, you know, you know, the way to grab your attention. You know, yeah. I mean, I I understand that, and um, it's. I think it's harder uh, when you're an average-looking guy um, to to, like, okay, it's not hard as an average-looking guy to actually get dates because you're actually somewhat genuine as a person, but like, you're also kind of looked over because you're not the most handsome person, or you don't have like a good physique or you're just an average dude. Um, but you can, you'll always be the better date because you listen and talk about things instead of just being like, Hey, that's the thing. Some of your pussy online dating is built around sexual attraction. But but real, like, you know, people going out looking for love that's built on real connection. Yeah. Connection is built through conversation yeah if you don't i mean yes you want to have you know a good looking husband a beautiful wife uh someone that you are attracted to but it's also like you could be the hottest person in the entire world and if i can't talk to you true i don't want to have sex with you because what the heck am i going to do with the rest of the time very true I mean, like you know, there's some people out there that have an amazing connection, and and um, they're you know they are literally perfect for each other, you know, talking sexuality, and um, you know we get along with each other's families, and then poop, I'm just gonna go do whatever, uh, whatever, just forget all that. Well, that I mean, that's another thing with online dating. It's so easy to not have to commit because oh, yeah. well, you can literally to. just drop it there yeah. and pick up a date tomorrow. Yeah. Well, it, it's bumming me out. 
this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, the, this movie does like work on some some heavy societal issues, um, but it does it in a you know traditional horror way where it makes it very enjoyable to watch and yeah. full of gross imagery and and uh, fun and terror uh, and comeuppance and and revenge and it's, it's a great it it was one of those movies remember i told you like the true tale of a good movie for me is whether i sit back and watch it passively that's generally an okay movie average or shitty movie but when a movie gets me engaged then i flip around and put put my arms under my head and i kick my toesies in the air <laughs> That's when you know, and I was doing that for this, and I was going, get that motherfucker, get him! You know, that's, that, it It was really fun. For a movie dealing with some hard stuff, I had a blast watching it. But yeah. I think we should tell those people out there in the internet land to what the plot is of Fresh. This is the plot, according to Wikipedia. You know, our trusted source. <laughs> we donate one cent a month to Wikipedia for this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so Noah, a young woman trying her hand at online dating. Wait, did you say Noah? <laughs> <laughs> now this Noah I would like to meet. Go ahead. <laughs> um... Noah has become increasingly disillusioned with dates due to the men she interacts with not having general decency. Hey, babe. I mean, that scarf should have been an immediate red Oh, flag. yeah. If I would have, I would have been like, oh, your scarf looks different in your picture. I'm out! Like, judging from... You should have choked him out with it. Judging from the way things looked in the movie... I'm guessing they lived in, like, California. Something like that, yeah. Some kind you of... should not be wearing a scarf. Yeah, well, he thought he was better than everybody else, you can tell. He probably had, like, um, thumb rings, too, and who knows. <laughs> like a hipster pair of glasses, eyeglasses with the lenses popped out. Go ahead. One day at the supermarket, a man named Steve... Nice name. Nice, boring yeah. white name. Yeah. Go ahead. Flirts with her, and they exchange numbers. Over cotton candy grapes, which, tell me, where the fuck are these grapes? Because that sounds delicious. <laughs> well, you gotta go to, like, you gotta go to, like, Harris Teeter. Oh, you gotta go, so. you gotta go to the teat. You get it straight from the teat. Yeah, suckle on the Harris teats. Go ahead. <laughs> on their first date, the two quickly hit it off and have sex. After several dates, Steve invites Noah for a weekend breakaway <laughs> alone with him. Which, by the way, the Winter Soldier in this, fantastic. He, <laughs> he, he is one of the best sociopaths, psychopaths I've ever seen. Go ahead. Much better than, uh, what's, what was that show that got really popular? I think it's on Netflix. Um, oh, You? You. Yeah. yeah. That guy's like boring toast. Compared to this guy. <laughs> um, so, against the advice of her best friend Molly, uh, Noah agrees to the trip, planning to travel. Planning to travel early that the following day, Noah spends the evening at Steve's luxury home. Later, the two share a cocktail. Steve drugs Noah's drink, and she falls unconscious. Which it was like. 
creepy as fuck, but cool as hell how he got her to keep drinking. He was like, can you taste what's in it? And she's like, oh, you know, uh, grapes? No, no. Well, well I knew, you try it again. I knew right from the... F- well, first, I, I knew, like, right from their first meeting, I was like, okay, this guy's crazy. Well, when they started, when they when they went to go fuck, they, like, played some sinister-ass music, and I was like, well, obviously, this guy's not... It, no good. Yeah. I mean, he's perfect. I mean, like, he plays... He plays, like, awkward, cool, but sweet, and, like, understanding and talking. He plays that so well, and but you know you ain't real. Well, I mean, that's what I was thinking the whole time. Yeah. Literally, from the first day, I yeah. was like, you don't seem like a real person. person. Yeah, you're, like, too, too, too good for this. Like, something's going on. So, Well, not even too good. It, it was more like what he was saying just sounds fake yeah well i mean he's he's as a, a good sociopath is always gonna listen and then try to take that information and push it back and make him sound like what she so, wants all you sociopaths out there uh if you want to kidnap a girl you just have to be a good boyfriend <laughs> you have to and, just not be shitty <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, all, all you all you loner guys that are looking for a girl out there, it it doesn't even matter if you're a sociopath. Yeah. You just have to not be shitty. Yeah. Next time you go to Blockbuster Video and you see a lonely girl <laughs> picking up a you know something from the romance section, be like, "Hey, hey, fancy grapes? Hey, have you ever had these cotton candy grapes? I brought them in here. I like to eat grapes when I shop at Blockbuster. Um, um, I." I'm not from around here. I just live behind the horror section. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so, where'd this blockbuster come from? So, I like to say, all that I just read was the first, like, 30 minutes of the movie. Yes. And then uh, comes and the... only just then do the credits roll. And once I saw that, I was like, yes. Yes, non-traditional credit placement. Good. I do, li- I do like when... Uh, opening credits are creative yeah. with how they how how like was this drug field trip through the the house yeah. i mean and and that was the credit scene because you're like you go look at you're watching a traditional romance movie you know a rom-com to an extent mm-hmm. you know quirky man meet cute with with a mousy girl and hit it off real well and then all of a sudden no the movie starts now you know, you're seeing what the real shit is, and you're going through this drug fueled haze, and you wake up like, oh, I'm sorry, I got so drunk and passed. I'm chained up. You know, <laughs> it's awesome. All right, so Noah wakes up in captivity, chained to the ground. Steve explains that he is a butcher of human meat and that he harvests women's body parts and sells them to wealthy clients for consumption. Yeah, he's like, I, I. Um, I He's like, I'm not, I'm not going to rape you. Yeah, I'm just going to harvest your meat. People are into it. It's a thing. <laughs> I, I think he a, actually says yeah, that. Yeah, he's like, it's a thing. You know, people do it. People are into a lot of weird shit on the internet. People eat human meat. I'm just profiting off of it. Yeah, I'm just doing what every good entrepreneur Except would do. Except he also likes to eat meat. Yes, he's also a cannibal. Yeah. Yes. 
So he notes that he will keep her alive for as long as possible in order to keep her meat fresh. Mm. Steve allows Noah to take a shower, but she uses it to try and escape, prompting Steve to surgically remove her buttocks as punishment. And ladies, and some of you out there who just throw a good thing away, if you find a man that's willing to eat your ass, it's a keeper, okay? Let's move on. Uh, Later, Noah befriends another woman named Penny, also being held captive in an adjacent room. Um, And I actually thought for a while that um, Penny was actually his wife. Oh. I thought it was him with like a voice changer. (laughs) <laughs> I thought he was like No, no, oh, I knew it I knew it. it hey was... girlfriend, we need to say some things. Just tell me about Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh you slept with Steve, how big this day? She's like, Oh you he hasn't slept with any of the other girls. Only you because you're very important. <laughs> and you look scrumptious. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I can't wait to have your briskets. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but because like the longest time they didn't show Penny. Yeah. So I thought when they showed the wife and how she was actually a victim of his. Mm-hmm. Um. And she kind of seemed like she like she didn't actually love him. Yeah. But maybe was too scared to like leave or something. Well, or... Obviously, he she was harvested at one point in time too. It looks like. Yeah. So I thought she may have been playing the part there to like you know keep the meat from getting too stringy <laughs> yeah <laughs> shit um i i knew Pen- i figured penny was a either real or like a fabrication of her mind you know trying to stay sane in a insane situation um but uh i do feel that um I like the fact that they had someone else in there that she could relate and and give herself a little motivation to get out of the situation and not only help herself but help. Well, it's this poor. it's also just someone to yeah, someone to talk to, someone yeah. they can give you know kind of exposition to, but not make it like the whole movie's just monologuing. Yeah. But to take her butt is so fucked up. I don't know why. I, I like it was almost like a. Like, oh, that's your slap on the wrist. You know, I didn't take your wrist, but I took your butt. What has me confused by that is how she acted through the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, for a little while after she lost her butt, which is literally, he just cuts the cheeks. Yeah. So, like... Like the butthole and stuff, that's still there. She he yeah, literally I mean, just you know, cut the, the, the fatty the cheeks out. Yeah. yeah. Um, why, would he, why would he drill out the butthole? He wanted to use that for later. <laughs> um. But so, like in the in the beginning, after that, you know, she struggled to like walk mm-hmm. and get up and really do anything. Um. But later in the movie, she's sitting down, like, just fine. 
Well, I think I'm wondering, like, how are you sitting without a butt? I mean, you still can sit down on your non-cheek butt. But how is it, like... She's also on a bunch of painkillers and stuff, too, and and drinking. And I think that she played off her weakness, even though she wasn't weak anymore, because you saw her doing push-ups and stuff, so Mm -hmm. she was, like, gearing up. She tried to play off her weakness... So he would believe that she wasn't a threat. Yeah. She was smart. Like, she played... She, This cat is smart. Steve is a smart guy. But she played him. Oh, yeah. Played him like a fucking fiddle, and it's great. Well, she also played me like a fiddle, but I'll get to that. Okay. I'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> so, meanwhile... Molly becomes concerned about Noah's disappearance and begins investigating with her friend Paul, a bartender who coincidentally served Noah and Steve drinks on their first date. Searching online, Molly discovers Steve is actually a man named Brendan and is married to a woman named Anne with whom he has children. Believing he is having an affair, Molly visits Anne and informs her of her suspicions During their conversation, Brendan arrives and, when confronted by Molly, denies any knowledge of Noah. As she leaves, Molly calls Noah's phone, which begins ringing in Brendan's pocket. Anne, revealed to be Brendan's accomplice, knocks Molly out unconscious. Yeah, I mean, like, (laughs) to... I mean, put that shit on silent, dude. You've, You've murdered hundreds of women. At least for two years. Because... That scene where he's cutting off that leg meat and eating it, that's a process that takes a couple of years. <laughs> so, just saying. He's got like like 50-year-old meat in there and it's like this vintage. This is vintage human calf. Mm. Mm. Hours later, Brendan invites Noah to dinner after she offhandedly asks what human meat tastes like. And then afterwards, we can watch my favorite movie, Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) He persuades her to taste a meal containing the meat, disguised as spaghetti and meatball, which she reluctantly does. Brendan returns Noah to her cell, and she vomits the contents of the meal. Still cannibal. So, what had me kind of confused at this scene, and, and this is what left me a little bit confused in the rest of the movie coming, mm-hmm. it seemed the way that they framed it, that she liked it. I think she was just doing what she had to do. I mean, now, now like, thinking back, I yeah. think it was actually just, like, she's now connected to the process because they like did that whole flash where they showed like other people yeah, also yeah. things and like or so. her imagining what it what these guys do yeah. when they eat it you know and um you know i i think that yeah she was basically force-fed cannibalism and regardless what she was doing was she, she was doing what a, what somebody in her situation does it's like stockholm syndrome you know you start relating to their likes and wants and needs, and and she did a masterful job of drawing him in to for him to go, oh she's just as fucked up as me, you know, like she's just like me. I love her, you know. Yeah, I can't do anything to hurt her because she's like me. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, the the way they did that, it made me think that she liked the like she actually liked how it tasted mm-hmm. and maybe like understood, you know, where he's coming from, but then also felt conflicted by it and that's why she threw it up later cuz like she may be like yeah, it tastes really good, but it's it also probably, that's mean, also a person. Yeah, I mean, you can only look at it this way. <laughs> you go to restaurants and you eat whatever they give you, right? You assume that it's what you ordered. Oh, I, I got this cheeseburger. That should be some kind of cow. But what if it's not? What if it's horse meat? What, it was delicious cheeseburger. But what if you found out later that you were eating horse would you be so cool with it? Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. that's a touchy subject. These are the things we need to ask ourselves, people. <laughs> well, I mean, it honestly, this movie did um, bring back up the uh, the topic of like veganism. Yeah, because um, like Shauna sometimes has like we love meat. Mm-hmm. I love meat too. Yeah. It's delicious. The burgers, steaks, steaks. chicken, mm. cow, uh, cow, other cows, <laughs> just straight, straight up cow, bison meat, uh, <laughs> um, pig, yeah, you know, uh, b- lamb. I don't really count fish, even though it is meat. I count fish. I love fish. That's probably my favorite. But sometimes you eat some. Uh, she'll eat something, and like feel a little grossed out about like this was a living thing yeah i don't um i don't i I don't really get Mm -hmm. that i mean here's the thing like one time i went to this restaurant in the mountains and i'm like i'm like looking through the menu and and like there's a lot of good stuff but i I turn the page and there it is grass-fed cheeseburger and i'm like i want that bacon and lots of cheese <laughs> and so they bring me this grass-fed burger and i'm like eating and i'm like holy fuck this is the best burger i've ever had in my entire life and i was like oh you can almost taste the freedom <laughs> and i <laughs> and i was like that i've never i've never thought of anything negative about it i was like that's the best fucking burger i've ever had and i like Part of me wants to go back to the, that mountain restaurant and hope it's open so I can have another one of that. Well, Shauna, she grew up on a farm. Mm-hmm. So she watched, you know, like animals. That, like when she's a kid, she gets attached to the animals. Cause... Yeah. Like this rooster, this chicken that we're going to eat later. Well, I mean, yeah, she's, yeah. she's seen, um, you know, rabbits they had. Mm-hmm. They had rabbit's feet for dinner. Um, seen her dad chop the heads off a chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a, a pig that they had for a while. They raised, mm-hmm. but they raised it so they could eat it. Yeah. Um, which she, she did not eat dinner that night. She, mm-hmm. she wouldn't eat the pig, <laughs> but Ew. so like I, I can He's see. He's like, I would eat, that's all folks. <laughs> I can see where like she's coming from. I understand uh, that because it, it is like it's like we don't go around. I mean, I, I bet you wouldn't care, but we don't go around eating our dogs. 
I mean, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, eat your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we don't eat our pets. Yeah. But those are also just animals. True, but they're not, like, eating animals. You know, like, they're, like... Like, there's eating animals. There's pigs and cows and chickens. But there's, but there's not really. No, there's more animals that are way more delicious than dog. I'm pretty certain. I mean, granted, I don't eat a lot of Chinese food. So, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Get the... The hibachi. Yeah, this teriyaki chicken tastes like a cat. <laughs> okay, let's finish the plot. Alright. Um, Getting to the good stuff. So, while Noah is vomiting, she, she vomits. Uh, I'll do that. Meat. <laughs> which I actually thought, and this mate. Well, never mind. Actually, never mind. Did you I'll, think I'll she like put a knife in there and then like vomited the knife up so she had oh, a weapon? I, I'll get back to this. I okay. had to decide right. to order. Okay. Okay. So while she's vomiting, uh, Brendan takes Molly away for harvesting. Yeah, he goes from happy, oh, that was a great date, to like, I'm going to fucking cut this woman's tits off. Sensing a connection with Noah, Brendan invites her to another dinner, providing her with a pink dress as a gift. Before, very, not very flattering. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it was a terrible dress. Um, I mean, she didn't have to ask to fill it out. But I do like the the parallel. I mean, the the first guy she went on a date with. So you look pretty in a dress. He was like, like, you know, you would look really pretty in dress. But right now you just look like shit in that sweater. A scarf would make it better. Like I really admire how uh, women these days, you know. Don't put the effort yeah. in to looking nice. Yeah, you don't have to, I guess, now. I guess we've accepted that, but I don't accept it. <laughs> um, yeah, so before dinner, Brendan shows Noah a hidden compartment filled with items belonging to the victims. Noah recognizes Molly's phone among the stolen victims' phones. Following dinner, Noah persuades Brendan to have sex with her, where she pretends to perform fellatio on him, and instead bites off his testicles. It's awesome. (laughs) That's the best part. I was like, yes! (laughs) Bite his dick off! I got... They they did a uh, a match shot with um, something where she was eating. It was the same, Mm -hmm. same framing and all. So as soon as I saw like the beginning of that shot, I was like, "Ooh, I know, yeah. I know what's about to happen." Well, like, and also it was a match shot from the beginning, where they when they go back to her apartment and he goes down on her is a shot of her face in pleasure, and it starts that way with him too, until of course his dick gets bitten off. Yeah. As as it, anyway, the the cinematography and the directing was spot on. With Brendan in pursuit, Noah runs and helps Molly and Penny escape from their rooms. The three encounter Brendan in the kitchen and begin fighting him, during which Molly kicks him, knocking him out. They escape into the woods, with Brendan pursuing them with a gun. They manage to attack him again, and Noah taking the gun and shooting Brendan dead. Yeah, give me a smile. Yeah, great. Little one liner. And then he's like, his psychopathic self, of course. (laughs) 
Anne arrives at the house and finds Brendan's body. She encounters Noah in the woods and tries to strangle her, but Molly bludgeons her to death with a shovel. Yeah, midsummers her in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as she and Molly relax at a nearby tree, Noah receives a text from a man she went out with at the beginning of the film. A mid credit scene depicts five of Brendan's clients in a white room seated at a table with bleeding human meat at the center. A satanic symbol is displayed during the end credits, indicating that Brendan and his clients are part of a satanic organization. Which we knew that with the ram skulls and stuff like yeah. that. You, like, I, I, they didn't have to even do that with me going like, I don't get, I don't, I don't get that. They were spoon feeding that when it was already there. So, I guess I, I don't know the plans of this, but you know, maybe they're they coming were after sequel them? baiting. They could be maybe coming after the girls. You know? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that was the movie. The end! Another wonderful trip! Um, okay, so... <clears throat> there's so much I want to talk about. Sebastian Stan, number one. Who would have thought that the dude from the... Was it The Covenant? The, that, that bro-witch movie? That he would be this good. I mean, I, I loved him as the Winter Soldier. I mean, Bucky Barnes, man, like, cool-ass arm sleeve. Like, would you jerk off the metal arm? Would you jerk off with the regular arm? Who knows? Maybe both. Um, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, like, if you watch The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, very stoic, quiet, you know, uh, looking badass, a lot of posturing. But in this one, unhinged. Um, you To go from idyllic date, normal average guy who's just average doctor guy yeah you know who's just so you know oh i listen to you and i care about your feelings and i'm I'm just into you for you and then to go from that to straight up psychopath no feelings like cuts off the girl's ass and then she's like stop it please he goes hey don't worry about it i'm a doctor like <laughs> i mean like that shit's crazy like wonderful all around performance. He has changed my mind about him. And I, I saw him in other things before, and I thought he was great. Like, I don't know if you ever saw I, Tanya, the biopic no. about Tanya Harding. He played the boyfriend. Great in that one, too. But now he's definitely an actor that I'm looking at. thought he was wonderful. So what was your feelings on old Sebastian? I mean, I thought everybody did great in the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't really have any... I, I wouldn't say he actually stood out to me that really? much. Like, I mean, yeah, he's... He played his part, but it, it's not like... Um, I, I don't think I'm going to remember his really? performance. I just thought, like, on the... Like, if you look at, like, American Psycho, Christian Bale. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic, psychopathic yuppie. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that it is that good, but like... Well, it's a it's an entirely different... He's a repugnant monster in real life and his other life. But this guy goes from being ultimately uh, super charming. And, and charming me! I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there on the thing, I'll do him. 
you know, <laughs> I, I would, I'm into them. I mean, that's great banter. If I had banter like that, I'd be like, yeah, I'll switch teams. Um, probably treat me a little bit better. Maybe not throw me away. Um, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, to go from that into then immediately switch and still have that same type of humor, but with that psychotic bent. I, I just thought it was all around well, tour de I, force. I guess, I guess that's actually the thing for me. I never believed his his nicer side. I mean... Like, their, okay. their first date, their banter, mm-hmm. I was like... Well, yeah, but you... I was like, no. But if no. let's say you're in the shoes of this girl who literally goes on, went on the worst date ever. I mean, like, we witnessed it. And then uh, is swiping right, and then some guy's like, hey, how are you? And she's like, hey, your dog's cute. And then automatically gets a dick pic. It means, like, she's fed up. So, of course, this good-looking guy who... Is seems to have a sense of humor and and is being very charming. Like you would be disarmed by it too, I guess, Michael. Um, <laughs> although it's been a long time since you've been in the dating world because you only had one trip through it. <laughs> yeah, um, but like well, there's yeah, I, there's I, a I certain just the jackpot. you just you just um, you know you sift through a bunch of dicks in the dating world and a bunch of assholes and so. I could see her being like, wow, I got a genuine guy that seems interested in me and wants to know more about me. And, yeah. you know, and I, I mean, I guess I just went along with it because, and maybe that like colored my liking of the movie more than you, like, because I was going with like her thoughts on it. Like I was seeing it through her eyes. And so when the turn hit, even though I knew the turn was going to happen, Mm-hmm. It it like made it more enjoyable for me. So, I mean, you know, I, I guess maybe maybe there was just something. Well, you, knew, you know, a yeah. part of this culture that I I yeah. don't participate with. You don't. I don't, I don't have to. And and so. you're just a cynical uh, person anyway. So I'm just kidding. You're not. <laughs> uh, if anybody's cynical is me. <laughs> um. So, like, what was your, like, what was your, what was, like, the main thing that you liked about the movie? Like, it doesn't have to be acting, it doesn't have to be anything. It, it's whatever you really, like, took from it. You're like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know? Um, I mean, for me, I think the thing in the movie that really stands out is the the cinematography. Yeah. Um. I love the the creative kind of shots like even even when they were on the their first date mm-hmm. the way that they frame it you're never allowed to like sit easy yeah cuz like there was one scene where he was like sit it was because of the mirror behind him Mm-hmm. But he looked like he was looking forward, and she was behind him a little bit. But it was the way the mirror kind of played with there. At first, I was like, "Why are they sitting that way?" And then when it pulled away, you actually saw that they were sitting in front of a big mirror. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Um, uh, I like. Well, it like you a, a lot of the things, the way that it's shot. the The movie tells a story just with the way that things are framed yeah so i mean like that shot there you know is show 
is really displaying the oh well two things either the way that she's not able to actually see him for who he is yeah uh, for who he really is because obviously he's playing a role there but also could be how on on a first date um you do have to like you kind of have to have a facade like you can't be True. can't you, be like your real self on a yeah. first date because you just scare him away. <laughs> to be fair, uh, on myself on a date is like this. I'm. It's like I host a podcast. Oh, can you imagine a podcast on just first that dates? is just first dates? We need to do it. The only problem is. I'd have to go on a lot of dates. <laughs> but, um... No. And you get, like, in a committed relationship. And I'm like, baby, I gotta do like, this podcast gotta... every Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm obligated to sleep with them. Yeah, so. I have to fuck them. <laughs> um, no, because I'm a one-woman guy. A lot of women oh, don't yeah. care for that, though. They want to go with whatever they feel like. Um, you know, just a committed person. Um, oh, that's a nice, nice scarf you got on. Thank you. I mean... You know, it's hard to be a committed one-woman person, but, you know, especially after uh, getting thrown away so many times. Um, <laughs> but I always am trusting. And, you know, I'm always, I always love. Um, like, the cool part about this movie, for me, I really love that middle credits. Um, after 30 minutes and you're just, all of a sudden, the credits hit and you're just like, what a cool idea. Like, uh, uh, shit, the movie could suck. And that part happened, and I was just, like, doing the rock star hands going, Fuck yeah! That's so fucking cool! And I love the music in this 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 movie, too. Also, can I talk about music for a little bit? Yeah. Why is in subtitles, they put, like, pop music playing? Well... Instead of saying what the song is, because mo- I'd say most people probably wouldn't know what song is playing. The music that they played, other than the end credits, aren't like it, but, songs everybody knows. Oh, I know, but I mean, like, but why? Why does it say pop music playing, indeterminate EDM music? Um, well, that way, it, it it lets people who are deaf. That listen know, to music like, like that? <laughs> know, like, what kind of mood is going on. Like, imagine... I mean, it, I, I Imagine get... if there was everybody, like, dancing... And it's an like ominous score. Yeah. I get then, the ominous you'd know, score. Then you'd know that, okay, this actually isn't a good time. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, that actually explains it. Because it was confusing me when I was watching. I was like, well, why, why would they care? <laughs> like, why would they be like, oh, good music's playing. Um... <laughs> That actually makes sense. Um, so, all these movies where women get something horrible happens to them, like I Spit on Your Grave or stuff like that, uh, Last House on the Left, like something horrible happens. The best part of the the movie is always the revenge. Oh, I mean, the yeah. comeuppance. And I do believe... That, that's the big final girl trope yeah i love it i love what she did she played the guy like a motherfucking fiddle 
like took all of his insecurities or what he said or what he seemed like he didn't have and used it against him and for a woman who was violated to bite this dude's dick off and then her three friends poetic justice poetic justice her three friends team up to beat the ever-loving shit out of him and like make him as ugly as he is on the inside well speaking of, of beating him up you know how like earlier in the movie we saw that like Molly and Was, Noah yeah. like they they go to the boxing ring mm-hmm. and do a little good way to stay in shape yeah. you know stay in shape be able to fend off aggressors you know mm-hmm. um Molly was clearly better than Noah. I mean... Oh, 100%. Um, however, when the time came to punch uh, Brendan, Steve, mm-hmm. um, she did the, the like, bitch punches. Yeah, oh, yeah. Where, like, you know, instead of, you know, taking a stance, she's just wailing uh, I mean, they... wildly, like, like, punches that don't actually have any force to no, them. No, but... And I was like, come on, Molly. But, You've been training for this. I mean, you still had the rest of them biting and stabbing and beating and and like like I said, it was just a like all out aggressive force on him and and yeah. you you would have to have that for a guy who was in relatively good shape that you know was full of human meat you know all the power of a million people. Uh, she's a, he's absorbed. He's absorbed all the power, power from all the people he's eaten. And so, um, you know, I mean. He took her breasts. Yeah, she lost her power. Uh, Well, no, Uh, lost her power to punch because of breasts. Yeah, I think you have a a weird understanding of how breasts and butts work, (laughs) but that's fine. Uh, You've really only been with one person. Um, (laughs) um, So, look, I love this movie. I recommend it to all, including. Anybody. I don't even care about if you like scary movies. I think everybody should watch this movie. Like one day I'm gonna let my son watch it and be like, Don't do this. <laughs> don't don't do this. She'll bite your dick off. Don't do this. Cherish that dick. <laughs> <laughs> now that I mean, I did really like this movie. Um it it had that same kind of thing like I mean, you you were very right to say that it's like Get Out, um, because it's that kind that the the actual plot of the movie um, is very kind of straightforward. I mean, she gets captured, she finds a way to escape. The end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the end. Um, but what? the movie does best is in its subtext Mm -hmm. um through the way that things are framed to symbolize other things um i mean even the the way the fact that like cannibalism uh eating human bodies but they only eat, eat women's bodies yeah well number one cannibalism being super taboo in general, yeah, um, they were able to to make it watchable. See, some cannibal movies like Green Inferno, um, Hannibal, like it's almost barbaric, but they made it seem more upscale in this one, which made it easier to watch, in my opinion. Well, I mean, 
realistically, I, I think that that'd be how cannibals would work instead of like just eating like raw bloody flesh. It's like, yeah, you're gonna cook that, you're gonna make something nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want this human spaghetti? It's like do you ever just mm, take take a fresh slab of cow? No. No, you make, you make a steak. You make a delicious steak, unless you like it rare. Then it's basically like that. What yeah. if you like human hand rare or something? Mm. A little bony. Put a little pepper on there. This uh, human's a little gamey. I need to send it back. But, but yeah. So the way that like they only eat women, uh, obviously represent how men view women as like a commodity oh yeah, rather than yeah. you know looking at them as a person it's just just flesh yeah well you know, something to fuck something to eat well yeah i mean obviously in this case eating but yeah you know you hey check out this bitch i got hey. yeah i'm gonna eat her one day and, and that's that... not sexual but in the same way that Get Out shows uh, a nuanced approach at the kind of modern racism, mm-hmm. um, you know, that kind of racism where it's like, oh, we love black people. I have tons of black friends. I voted for Obama. Yeah. We're best friends. See, I'm not racist. I always watch ESPN. I talk Stephen A. Smith's so funny. Um, yeah, it's it. Taking that and taking how white people kind of take black culture mm-hmm. and making a movie about that. Um, that's kind of what this movie does, yeah. but with, um, you know, toxic masculinity and gaslighting um, and, and, um, yeah. I mean, that's what I like about it. It's very topical. Um, for what people experience in the world, not just women. I mean, women do have, sadly, the distinct disadvantage of being the weaker one physically. Now, while generally, generally, like that is not the case in a lot of people, and there will be people in this world that hopefully, I hope that there'll be a day where women will not experience any sexual harassment of any kind. However, doubt that (laughs) and also for any of you guys listening that are thinking to yourself well men get sexually harassed too shut the fuck Fuck up up. no it's absolutely not true see there's a difference well there's a difference between like a man okay so let's put it this way let's say i'm working at my job okay and this woman who cares if she's average or cute or sexy or not my type? She comes up to me and been like, hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I bet you got a nice dick on you. And I'm like, I would go, thanks. And then I would be like, hey, guys, she said I had a nice dick. I, I'm like, yay, yay, attention. But for a woman, that's unwanted attention because that could end up leading to something way worse. Once again, I'm, I don't fear this woman. Well, generally, you know? men men have 
the power. Yeah. Uh, we are we are very much a patriarchal society. Yeah. Um, men men typically have the higher positions. Um, you know whether whether that's like you know some like women aren't looking for that job or they're not being hired is beside the point is that typically the ones in power are men Mm -hmm. uh both financially and physically yeah but the physically part's really the one that i'm talking about like the fear of abuse whether it's sexual or physical for a woman is greater and will always be greater than us as men. I I mean, I'm not a a violent person, but like, I don't worry about that. Like if a woman attacked me, I I don't even, that's not even a thought in my head, you know? I mean, granted, she'd whoop my ass because I'm not fighting back. But like, I just couldn't imagine living in a world where you had to always like, when you're walking down an alleyway or if you're walking to your car, Worrying if that person following you is up to no good. That's scary. That's a scary world to live in. Well, I I mean, you take... The thing is, like, a couple... You know, like, obviously, it is a percentage of a percentage, uh, the people who were actually like that. Yeah. Most men aren't. But the fact that those men you wouldn't be able to tell otherwise means that every man is a suspect exactly which is i mean that's a terrible thing that that's a, it's a whole another conversation well and uh, and that like, is, and, and of being a man but the movie but the movie does a good job of showing that like this at the very beginning in the date that tremendous douchebag she was on a date with um on all accounts, date went horrible. He should know social cues to know that she wasn't into him and ask for another date. And when she says, I don't think we have anything in common, uh, instead of saying, well, you know what? You're right. We, we really didn't. He immediately calls her a fucking bitch and leaves her alone. Oh, yeah, and does the, the typical nice guy. Well, I didn't even like you anyways. Hey, you, you, you can't wear I was fucking just being nice. Yeah, be nice. I didn't want to even come on this date. And then leave her to walk to her car by herself and, you know, you, it ends up not being anything bad, but there's a guy walking behind her and she starts, like, knuckling her keys like, I'm going to Wolverine claw you in the face. Mm-hmm. And luckily it was a uh, daddy carrying a baby. Though I was kind of wondering why she didn't call a friend. I mean, I feel like that that's one of those moments, like, uh, I know... Well, shoot, even just for me sometimes, I like just walking alone at night uh, if I have to walk my car and mm-hmm. there's like n- not oh. many lights going on. It's like, hey, Shauna, I'm I'd, just letting you know I'm time, in my car. One time I was <laughs> I was in Fort Worth, Texas, and I was super wasted, and I got away from the club and wandered around the city for two hours. Didn't even know where the fuck I was. <laughs> I was safe. Um yeah, I just I just thought the movie did a masterful job of, like I said, I love creative camera work, I love creative cinematography, great acting, but I just think it did a good job of taking something very topical and putting that in a horror 
I'm putting horror elements into it. Yeah. It, it's just, it's one of those movies where I'm like, why didn't I think of doing one like that? I'm like, well, that's the, that's yeah, the good know? thing about horror as a genre. It's so creative yeah. compared to, like, there's, there's a million drama movies about the same kind of uh, there's topic. A whole, there's a channel. It's called Lifetime. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're, they're all like the same kind of topic, but they don't, by making it something that is, is kind of fantastical, um, I mean, obviously, like, cannibalism is a thing, uh, and even, like, these kind of 1% cannibal rings mm-hmm. are probably definitely real. I mean, what what was that furniture uh, company that, like, was kind of accused of being... Oh, Wayfair? A, the, yeah, Wayfair, yeah. this whole sex trafficking yeah. thing. I mean, like, stuffing them in armoires and stuff. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, yeah. but, like... I mean, the Dole Banana Company does a lot of... A lot of shit that you don't know. There's like, we'll fucking murder somebody over their bananas. So, I don't know. It, there's a lot of shady shit. But ta- taking that and putting in it in something that is slightly out of the norm, mm-hmm. uh, at the very least, or usually more fantastical. I mean, like, get out, you had the whole, like, mind swapping things. Like, yeah, that's not real. No, but this definitely felt real and i mean like it 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 had me it was right where my sweet spot is there's everything it did i loved so i i don't know about you but i like i said i recommend it to i I mean i recommend it i mean i don't you don't have to like the genre i think it's a great movie in general yeah um and like i said it's good for you know showing women that you probably better not like go off with anybody after the third date of not even know- now, if you've known this person for a while, and y'all just started dating, but you've known each other for a long time, different story. But like, yeah, after three dates, you still don't you don't know somebody after five years. So, I mean, you know someone for for twenty years and they don't know them. So, um, anyway, <clears throat> so we got to do something new. We gotta we gotta do. It's my turn to pick, right? You picked fresh, right? Did I? Yes. I think I did, actually. Did. Yeah. So, I kind of wanted to stay in the realm of... I kind of wanted to keep in this same idea. Um, you know, uh, uh, women getting fucked over in society. So, I think... This is more of a thriller than a horror movie, but in some ways it's, hor- it's horrifying. Uh, but I would like to do um, the movie Unsane. Now this is on Hulu as well. Oh, good. Have you ever heard of it? No, I don't. I don't think so. so. I, it's directed by Steven Soderbergh, um, and it's got a interesting distinction as being a first theatrically released movie that was filmed only on an iPhone. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, okay. I I don't know anything about the movie, but I did hear about. Yes. This. So yeah. so um, I think you know with you and I that enjoy. A good, smart, well-shot movie. How it would be to a like, good smartphone, well-shot well movie uh, would be a good way to kind of like break down how they did it. Which is, I mean, I've seen, I haven't seen it to the end. I I watched it and then my connection was that and stupid, so I stopped it. So I'm I'm gonna finish it anyway. 
Um, but what I saw was really good. And, um, and it's about a woman who uh, is stalked by somebody. Things get kind of out of hand. Um, so, yeah. Spoiler. Well, you don't know what kind of things go on here. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, I think that'll be a good movie for us to watch next. All right. Okay. Um, well, everybody, thank you for listening to the Cat Scare Podcast. That's the tone there. It's time for the Cat Scare Podcast to sign off. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening to the Cat Scare Podcast. I'm Campbell. I'm Michael. And good night and good luck.